I wanted to get into this John McWhorter audio because it's really, really important about what we're seeing, what it is that we are seeing in terms of what others call racism. It's the popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's do the thing. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. If you have these businesses that have decided, well, we're not going to hire white men. No, no, no. We, we, we force uh, diversity everywhere, and we make our people hire of this group, that group, and the other group. As a matter of fact, if they don't hire properly, they won't get bonuses. We will lessen their bonus. So now they're incentivized to hire people based on color of skin or based on some other characteristic as opposed to a skill set. Isn't that indeed bigotry? The argument from myself and many, many others is that what they claim as goodness and, and trying to make things better is indeed the bigotry. If you tell students we no longer have honors because it makes some students upset or unhappy or makes them feel less than, it's bigotry. Of course it's bigotry. If you say we no longer have test scores because, well, the test scores are, are arbitrary and capricious or the, or the, or the test scores are, are, have, have racism built into it like the roads or something, well then, we have to get rid of it. But that doesn't make anybody's life better. Now does it? John McWhorter writes at Reason. John McWhorter is a black man. John McWhorter has the most perfect understanding, or I shouldn't say the perfect, has an excellent understanding of the situation. Lay out the premise of the book. What is the argument about why it's hurting the country? Well, it's actually pretty simple. We have an idea that in order to show that you're a good person, in order to show that you know that racism exists, what you're supposed to do is treat black people like children. And I know that nobody is thinking that consciously, but the problem is that we've gone from trying to make life better for black people who need help to what I really do think of as a religion where the guiding tenet is to show that you know racism exists, to make gestures that show that you know racism exists, but not to actually be concretely concerned with helping black people in the real world who need help. And what it means is that often you can show that you know racism exists while actually hurting black people by, to take one of many examples, supposing that to show that you know racism exists means that you exempt black people from serious competition in terms of testing, in terms of evaluation, in terms of moral judgment, out of the sense that you understand that black people have had a bad past and that therefore you have to change the rules. But what you end up doing is treating black people, black Americans, as the first people in the 300,000 years of human history who are not responsible for their actions, who cannot be held to the standards that everybody else is held to, with the idea that that is advanced thought rather than condescension and tokenism. Now, not only do I believe that to be true, we have discussed this in different aspects on this show over the years. John McWhorter just did a better job of encapsulating it. When someone does a better job, say so. The bigotry exists in thinking that you must somehow think less of another person based on the color of their skin. 
under the guise of doing for them, sometimes referred to as soft bigotry. But uh, McWhorter goes through this again on MSNBC. That was answering a question to Willie Geist, who is a despicable person, on, on Morning Joe. He then is speaking to Eddie Gloud, who is fair amounts of bigot. In my view, based on his commentaries, based on his, his appearances, and he wants to know why it is uh, that John McWhorter who thinks that, um, you know, sees this all as a problem. Of woke and wokeism and cancel culture, the people who've lost their jobs. And I want to understand more uh, concretely why you choose those examples as examples of so-called egregious behavior. Why? Because a principal in Texas was just suspended because he supposedly taught uh, CRT. Or Turning Points USA has his professor's watch list. Or Nicole Hannah Jones was just denied, was just turned down by a private school in Middlesex, or 100 reports of violence directed at election workers who disagree with Stop the Steal. In other words, the behavior you attribute to wokeism is actually a behavior that could be found elsewhere in the culture. So why are you focusing on that as opposed to all of that, what I've just described? Because it hurts us, Eddie. And so, yes, there are many terrible things going on, but I'm thinking about what hurts us. And you might want to think of this as a larger strain of ideology in the country. I'm disgusted by what goes on on the right, too. And it worries me when the right distorts what CRT is and goes too far in borrowing it, although there are major problems with the way CRT is used in classrooms, not what Kimberly Crenshaw wrote 100 years ago. I'm talking about the way CRT is used in today's classrooms. I is derived from it. So we don't need to pretend that legal theory is being taught in classrooms, but when white and black kids who are eight are being taught to think of themselves as opposing cadres of white and black, that is a problem, and it's a problem not only for the white kids, but for black kids who are taught that the main, most interesting thing about them is what white people think or don't think about them. I know that sounds perfectly normal in our times. I don't get it, and I think a lot of black people don't get it. And whenever I see a white person or semi-white person fired because they said something that supposedly hurts our feelings when actually it doesn't and you and I and most black people are just going on about our business and the white people stand there with their cheeks sucked in thinking that they've done the right thing by showing that they know racism exists by getting somebody fired for no reason. I'm embarrassed, Eddie. I feel like we're being treated as little kids, little hothouse flowers when they're people who need real help and all of this virtue signaling is not what Dr. King was thinking about. You may find yourself shaking your head along to that regardless of the color of your skin. I do. Shaking my head in the affirmative. But it's that last part about Dr. King that I think is most interesting because, well, so much of what we see is is to push away from that idea that it's not about color of skin but content of character. And what you're hearing from the woke is that it's all about color of skin, which is certainly for many of us how not how we were certainly not taught. But if it's all about color of skin, then it's all about, well, trying to appease because of it or create new rules because of it. And that certainly doesn't create a citizen. That creates classes and castes. So this was some good stuff from John McWhorter, and I hope to get him on the show very soon.